0: Welcome to the Crypto Podcast. You can find all our episodes on CryptoPodcast.org. We're also on BitChute and YouTube as Crypto Podcast. I also have the Awakening Podcast, the Learn Polish Podcast, Meditation Podcast, and the Speaking Podcast, and all can be found on wicon.com. And speaking of the Speaking Podcast, my guest today, Professor Justin Golson, was a guest on that, and we had a wonderful conversation and we ended up talking about crypto and blockchain. So please welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me once again. <laughs>
0: No problem. So you might, I suppose, introduce yourself, what you're doing, and then we can delve into how you got into this and maybe some of the TEDx as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, so thank you for that. Thank you for having me once again. So I'm I'm Dr. Justin Goldston. I'm a professor at, at Penn State University. I'm also a visiting professor at Georgetown University, where I'm also in a graduate advisory board member. And from a higher education perspective, uh, I primarily teach supply chain management, uh, sustainability, as well as emerging technologies such as blockchain and artificial intelligence. And, and my, my, my journey into blockchain is very interesting in that I was teaching a, a, an executive MBA program, and one of the students asked me, Dr. Ghost, I hear this blockchain thing is going to change the supply chain space. You know so so yes i was a holder of bitcoin back then thank goodness but but you know i did not really know too much about the use cases of blockchain you know outside outside of you know bitcoin and fintech and things like that so i started to do research and then i stumbled upon a a a postdoc program at cornell um so i did some postdoc work at cornell and then that kind of That kind of led me into saying this thing is going to be an absolute game changer, you know, and then I uh, that led to five TEDx talks and then that and then, you know, back in 2019, everybody thought I was nuts in terms of the use cases I was talking about with blockchain, but then given the Given the bull run we had, you know, at the end of 2020 and and in 2021, which we're back into it now, which I which I which I believe, you know, now people are starting to reach out and say he what he wasn't too crazy now was he, you know? So now, now now we're in now we're in NFT and DeFi summer, and I'm I'm we're we're working. I mean me and my me and my partner me and my partner have a have a uh, have a have a company called Sidtech. So my daughter's name Sydney, so we named it after after my daughter. So but. You know, so we're looking to we're looking to create the world's largest incubator, you know, so we're going to bring we're going to bring students from universities around the world to collaborate, communicate and create and create solutions for the future. You know, so it's going to be it's going to be an incubator, it's going to be a research arm um, where we, we just we just released we just released a DeFi, a DeFi platform called GEMACH, uh, G-E-M-A-C-H dot I-O. So it's an interest free DeFi platform. So you can collateralize you can collateralize with ETH. Um, and so if you collateralize 120 percent uh, with, with, with ETH, we'll give you a loan interest free interest-free you know so that's just one of that's just one of many projects we have going on right now and we have some we have some 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 utility some utility nft projects that are dropping you know that's going to provide value to to a number of people around the world so we're we're busy
0: (laughs) excellent excellent and i mean like there's one of the things because you know listeners the purpose of this was there's a lot of people that are creating crypto coins and they're catching people basically you know i heard there's like something like 80 percent. so what have you seen yourself because i mean you're kind of in the space you understand it a lot better so what have you seen with the fraud that has gone on that you're trying oh, to kind of make sure it doesn't happen
1: so so i would say one person one person i listen to the most i idolize the most is mark cuban right and, you know, Mark Cuban has, has been in this space for a while, and even Mark Cuban said he's got, so we call it rug, rug pull, you know, so even Mark Cuban said he's got rugged, you know, and, and with, the, with these NFT, with the, with the non-fungible tokens, you know, the key is, you know, what utility do these, do these NFT drops provide? Right. You know, early on in, in February and March, you know, I did a podcast and I said this NFT, this these NFTs aren't going to last long. It's going to be a bubble. But back then, there weren't there wasn't utility to it. You know, so if you go on Nifty Gateway, you get the same exact NFT, you get the same exact pixelated picture than everybody else that nips it. And there is no utility behind it. Right. So if you look at Nifty Gateway, some of those things, you, you, we've, we've seen a bubble with Nifty Gateway because there is no utility behind it. But if you look at Bored Apes, you know, and I'm still kicking myself because my because because one of one of, one of my fellow researchers, you know, in the NFT space, he sent me he sent me a link to a Bored Ape for six hundred dollars. Six hundred bucks. I had it on my phone. All I had to do was just hit just hit buy. Now, like twenty five thousand for the for the cheapest one, for the cheapest one. But it's because they it, it provides you with utility. If you hold that board ape, you get a number of things. You get into that into that fraternity or sorority, if you will, right? And 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 you will see people on, on social media. It's like a status symbol, you know. You'll see people with board ape. You'll see what people with board apes and crypto punks as there as there you know as their, as their avatar on on social media and things like that. But it has utility. It has usage. And and in terms of what I've seen i seen there was one problem. I'm not going to name any names. I've seen one project. It looked promising. It had utility where you could actually you could actually you you could actually use your 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 NFTs to gain ETH. Right. So I took a chance. I took a chance. I put it in. I think I put in like twenty two hundred dollars or something like that. And I, got, I got a number of these NFTs. They dropped. And then on Discord and on Twitter, the creators went quiet. So now on Discord, everybody's like, "We got rubbed." <laughs> <laughs> so even with even with the re- even with the research, you're gonna get you're gonna get rubbed. You're gonna get rubbed, and 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 the thing is, that's why we that's why we, that's why I think we have to have a shakeout. We gotta have a shakeout. We have to. So I would say a large percentage of these projects. They're going to be they're going to be dead and, and, and i would say by next year by next year this time a number of those projects are going to be quiet and a number of those nfts are. i'm not going to say they're not they're, they're going to be worthless but they're going to be less valuable than what they are now and i would say that these are just my thoughts these is my thoughts This is not financial advice but if you if you have nfts and you five text, i would take profits that's just my that's just my opinion, because we don't know where this is. Just this, this stuff is brand new. We don't know where this thing is going. But you know, in terms of NFTs, like so, before this call, you know, before this call, I was on I was on Axie Infinity because I had some I had some Axies hatch. You know, those Axies are NFTs. Those Axies provide utility, right? So I can hatch that Axie. That action that Axie is is valued at six hundred dollars, seven hundred dollars but then I can use that six or $700 NFT and I can, create, I can create more tokens that can make even more axes. I can use that, to, that NFT to create more tokens and I can sell those tokens if I want to. So it depends on what you do with those tokens using that NFT that you're using to provide utility. So whenever you're doing your research on, on these NFTs, that's, that's the most important thing. What utility do, do, does that particular NFT provide? Because we haven't seen the real use. We haven't seen the real true use cases to non-fungible tokens right now. And there is one artist here in the U.S. There's one artist here in the U.S. He did a, a million NFTs of an album for one dollar. He sold out in 40 seconds. He made a million dollars in 40 seconds. But that's not where he's gonna make his real money at. So I think he gets 20% of the resale of all of those NFTs. So I bought an album for a dollar, hypothetically, right? I, I missed that one. I'm I missed that one too. Let's say I bought an album for, for $4. Let's say I bought 10 of those albums for a dollar a piece. I could flip those out, al- I could flip those albums for $15. And then he gets twenty percent of every single one of those. So if if all if all those millions of people flip that album, he gets twenty percent of the resale value. So so the resale value is where is where you're really going to get the money, and that's and that's why that's what we're doing with Sidtech, where we're educating these students on you don't you don't really make your real money whenever you whenever you're collecting and flipping. You make your real money when you create. When you create, that's when you make your real money. And and I think that you know you have the tools now with with Rarible. um You you have the tools with Nifty Gateway if you have utility behind it with Nifty Gateway, or you can create your own NFTs. You know, but the thing is, you have to provide utility for it to be sustainable.
0: And like the different ones, uh, like say you create a new coin. I've, I've seen one now. I won't name it because I've got details from it and they're basically saying they're charging 5% fee. You know, that's like 2.8% is going towards marketing, you know, 2% (laughs) towards developers fee and then another towards a charity. Like, how do you know what's actually right? And are they that they kind of go out to the whole different exchanges like Binance, crypto.com and all these different things? Or is there ones that are just done in-house that you only can purchase them on their exchange? So
1: it depends. It depends on where you go, and 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 what you're talking about is this, is a token economics. You know where you know founding team gets a certain percentage, or a certain percentage it goes to to marketing, or a certain percentage it goes to airdrops, or a certain percentage it goes to the treasury and things like that. So it all comes down, and regardless, regardless of where you get it from, regardless of where you get it from, do your research because that there can be tokens on Binance. They can be rug pulls as well. It can be you can be on probably not Coinbase, but but you know, Binance, Binance.com, right? They can be rug pulls as well because they have that smart contract, because they have that smart contract. And if someone, if someone goes, if if, if the if the creators go into that smart contract, they can they can rug pull, even if it's on Binance, right? Now another problem is, and we see we've seen this with with Poly, with the Poly hack, I think 610 million, 600 million, something like that even if there is even if there is a even if there is a token on, 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 on Binance or on crypto.com or, or, or on Gemini or something like that you might not get rug pulled by the creators if the creators have a, a vulnerability in the smart contract you're going to have a hacker that goes that goes in and extracts all that all all, the, all that crypto Right? See, that's the biggest. That's the biggest problem that, I, that I'm explaining to people right now. The biggest gap in this blockchain space is because everyone is trying is trying to cash grab, and they're trying to put those smart contracts together as as quick as possible. And the real players are the the, the real the real <laughs> the real the real guys. They're out there now. They're out there looking to smart contracts, and they're waiting for those smart contracts to swell up. And this when that's when they pounce. So if I got 10 million, if I got 10 million in a smart contract, that's not a, that's not worth my time. So I'm going to check back in a couple of weeks, couple of months, and whenever it's at 100 million, 150 million, then I'm going to go I mean then I'm going to expose that vulnerability and I'm going to take that 100 million out. That's the big problem right now. It's not really the it's not the rug pulls, it's the, vulner, it's the vulnerability in the smart contracts for good projects. These can be good solid projects, but if they had a vulnerability in a smart contract, that's the big risk. So whenever I'm in, whenever I'm investing in projects, I look at the project. I look at the project team. I try to reach out to the project team and I look to see if that smart contract is audited. That's what I do. Right. So there's one there's one that's going that, that I'm that I in that I'm in right now, that, I, that I'm looking at right now. Uh, it's called it's called a look. Can, can we mention names or no? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so there's one there's so, for example there's there's one project so we're doing bit we're doing a lot of research and like i said i've mentioned actually infinity the gaming space is what's going to is what's going to bring more and more people into this blockchain space because i mentioned that okay how many people play uh, uh fortnite millions of people literally millions of people how many people Spend money on scans in Fortnite. Millions of people. What do they get in return? Nothing. Axi Infinity, you play to earn. You play the game, you gain tokens. I have I have a number of teams in Axie Infinity. I have, about, I have about 17 people in Africa that's playing for me. I shoot money over. I say, Do you want, do you want fiat? Or do you want do you want this SLP that you're gaining? Some people want FIAT, some people want SLP, but they're, but they're getting it, right? And then I have, I have people I have people in Sri Lanka. They're playing for me. They're playing my teams. I'm sending them more money to play a game than they make a dollar a month in their job. And they're only playing like three hours a day. They're working, they're working an eight-hour day. They're making more money playing three hours a day. This is going to change the game. This is gonna change everything, right? So going back, going back to Alluvium, you know, because I see because I see this gaming space is gonna go crazy. Also, the metaverse is gonna go absolutely nuts. But I checked alluvium. There is create, so alluvium was founded by two brothers. Their older brother started synthetics. Synthetics has been around the blockchain space and the crypto space for I think a couple of years, right? Very good project. So the two brothers have been in this blockchain space. They know what they're doing. And then if you go to the website, they have a whole list of developers for some of the, some, some, for some of the biggest uh, uh, gaming studios in the world, right? And then if you look at their trailer, you say, holy crap, there's nothing like this. And there's nothing like this in the blockchain space right now. And then if you look at their token, their token's like 6X in the last you know four months. But people say, oh, this is pumping up. No. If you go to the website, they're actually offering, I think, because whenever you, whenever you stake your tokens, you have to lock your tokens up for a year, they're giving you 600 percent right? But you say, well, that that also sounds, because some on the surface, that sounds, that sounds a little, sounds a little shady, right? But again, they're not, they're not gonna put their brother's company's reputation on the line, right? They're not going to pay that much money because you can go on Coin Coin Market Cap right now. They're not going to pay all that money to do a smart contract audit, in my opinion. They could, but in my opinion, they're not going to pay that much money to get to, to, to do a smart, to, to get to get quant stamped to to author smart contract. If it's going to be a rug pull, they're not going to put the, 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 the reputation of all these dozens of people that come from the biggest gaming uh, uh, studios in the world. Those people aren't gonna put their reputation on the line yeah. for a rug pull, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking about all that stuff, and then I look at the, then I look at what they're building. Oh yeah, that's that's the steps that I go through whenever I make my investment in this in this crypto space because, like you say, it's it, there's a lot of bad actors out there right now because they're just they're trying to do an absolute cash grab. It's like the it's like the ICO. Um, ico ICO run we had you know years ago when we had rug pulls left and right you know so you have to you have to do your research yes i do my research on linkedin but don't take that stuff for face value because some of those guys don't know what they're talking about because they don't know what they're talking about because they're getting they're getting paid by the rug pullers (laughs) to promote their project some of them some of them some of them but again some of them like you said so for example I spent a good I spent a good six hours trying to figure out this Axie thing before I started buying because if I didn't go on YouTube and and and, and learn it, I would have bought a bunch of bad axes because because like the ones that are cheapest, they're absolutely terrible, right? And if I went in I try and get to get the cheapest one, I'd have wasted so much money. Alluvium. I, I watched videos on alluvium from about seven or eight different people, right? And that's one thing. Yeah, you have to you have to kind of get consensus to say okay, are all are most of these people saying the same thing about this one project, you know? Because the bad actors can't buy off all these people, all these guys. Because even these people on YouTube have reputations of up to uphold. They got tens of thousands of followers. Some of them have hundreds of thousands of followers, right? So, so with this, it's all about research, and then also, it's all about the community. So look, look at the project, look at how many people they have they have in, the, in in Telegram, look at how many people they have in Discord, look at how many people are following on on, on uh on Twitter. Right. Now Twitter can sometimes be misleading because I've seen I've seen some rug pools that had had about you know five, five, five thousand or so people on their Twitter. There was a rug pull, there was a there was a there was a rug, there was a rug about two weeks ago. I was about to invest in it, but I didn't because people uncovered it. So it was about, it was a, um, it was a project that was supposedly, supposedly branded by African-American women. Right. And they had all this art. But then someone was able to track down and backtrack the smart contract. And they tracked it back down to male Russians. So male Russians were were were, try, were, 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 were acting as if they were their African-American females doing this drop. Now, about two hours, two hours before it had dropped, about two hours before it had dropped, these people came on. Uh, it was on, it was on Twitter. I did a Twitter, Twitter room like similar to Clubhouse and things like that. And they're like, "Y'all do your research." And I was like, "Yeah, this ain't this. This is this is fishy. This is fishy." And then in Discord, then in Discord, all the creators, all the creators went quiet all of a sudden, and ate and not drop. Right. So it's all about these, this crypto, this blockchain space, this crypto space is all about the community. Right. And that's one thing that's most important that we're that we're working on in our, in our project. I'm not a marketing guy. I'll tell you that first and foremost. I'm not a marketing guy. So I say for our stuff, we have to get like a marketing genius for our project. If you, you can have the greatest solution, if you don't have marketing, it's going to fail it's going to fail now it needs to be it needs to be ethical and moral marketing right because you you can have marketing but it could, it could be you could be marketing for a road pull right but it's all about building that community with it within this space i mean look at look at dogecoin dogecoin don't even have a project it's all marketing dogecoin is nothing but marketing and elon <laughs> and mark cuban that's all marketing they need
0: <laughs> and like because uh, i did um when i was just trying to understand this i i done an online course with gary ginsler and mit and mm-hmm. then i saw that he was taken on in by uh you know the the government and so regarding regulation and what they're trying to do i mean like you've got manero and pirates which is kind of Hiding stuff. What's your thoughts on the regulation?
1: So, we did. We did a. uh, We did. We we actually shared first place at a pitch competition for our Sidtech project. And then, like that was one of the that was one of the first questions they asked after our pitch. They're like, "Okay, you're in high. You're you're trying. You're trying to promote." You're trying to promote blockchain within higher education. She's like, he was like, there was like, how's that gonna look from from an institutional perspective as well as from as from a federal, from a government perspective? I said, we're in higher education, so we want to work with the government. We wanna work with the government because we're creating a decentralized autonomous organization. We're creating a DAO. So, so, so the future of our organization is gonna be determined by the people within the DAO. They're going to submit proposals. They're going to vote on it. I have no no control of the future of the company. It's led by the people within the DAO, right? So it's like, I want the government to see everything we do so that they can say, okay, those DAOs aren't that bad. Oh, yeah, this crypto isn't that bad. I'm right. I'm right. So I just submitted a peer review journal article about a month and a half ago with one of my peers from India. We talked about HIFI, so hybrid finance. Um, Akala is another another excellent project within the Polkadot ecosystem, um, where you know they're they're bringing in the decentralized app, the uh, decentralized portion, and then they partnered with Current, which is which is a centralized, and then they're coming together to create a hybrid finance solution. So we're at the cutting edge of all this. It's very early, and the government the government does the government really doesn't know what to look at. How are you going you you're going to regulate NFTs? Because um, there was something that came out about frac- fractionalizing uh, NFTs. To say if you're going to fractionalize an NFT, it might be viewed as, as a security, right? And now you now we have discussions of of you know okay if we're going to put if we're going to put real estate on a blockchain, is that a security? For DAOs, for DAOs, nobody run nobody owns a DAO, so if something happens with a DAO. Who are you going to sue? You can't sue everybody in your Dow. There's so many things that have to, be <laughs> have to be ironed out. They don't know what to chase, right? And so then someone says, OK, yeah, you say, you say that, Justin. So if that's the case, they're just going to outlaw everything. It's decentralized. It's decentralized. How are they going to outlaw it, right? So, so there's there's whispers that the government's trying to create their own stable coin. In my opinion, nobody's gonna use it. But 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 they but but they've accepted, they've accepted that they can't, in my opinion, these are my thoughts, these are my thoughts. I think they they they've come to the realization that we, they can't they can't stop it. They just have to talk, they have to, they have to figure out how how to how to regulate it. I won't. I'm about to get blackballed by this by this next statement. I want them to find some kind of regulation because because they're, they're, they, if they don't regulate, there's going to be too many bad actors out there. There's going to be too many bad actors out there because you can get rug pulled and you don't try to go to the government. You're going to try to go to the SEC. We so said, "We told you not to be messing with that stuff." <laughs> like, don't, "Don't come to me." <laughs> so I want I I do want I do want some 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 type some sort of regulation. And the thing—the people that are fighting it, the people that are fighting it—it's the, the same thing with, with with sustainability, diversity, inclusion. The people that are fighting it are the ones that's trying to hide stuff. That's the ones that are fighting it, you know. So, crypto and digital currencies will will and decentralized finance is going to open the door for so many people. There's so many people that are unbanked in the U.S. You know, there's so many so many people, regardless of race, regardless of race. They aren't able to get loans from a bank. With DeFi, get loans from each other. That's what we're doing with Gamak. I don't care. I don't care where you came from. I don't care what your credit score is. You collateralize it. But with ETH, here's your loan. That's simple, right? And there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no terms. Hey, when you get the money, send it back to me. You get your crypto. You get your ETH back. Right. So that's the world. That's the world, in my opinion, that's the world we need to we need to move to. But I see I see where a lot of people are saying is like, well, the government needs to get their taxes. OK, that's fine. That's fine. Right. But but. The way that things are going now, it hasn't it hasn't been it hasn't been fair. You know, um, Ru Tao Su, one of the founders of Akala, that's his big thing. He's like, how do I have to wait until Monday? To get my money that i gave the bank out i have to get their permission to get my money i gave them out how's that fair right my money that i have sitting in a bank i have to have the same bank to look at my credit and see that i'm worthy of getting a loan to start a business how's that fair that's why i started a DeFi platform They're not, these people in this space i've never seen a space like this where they don't care. They don't care what color you are. They don't care where you're from. If you provide value, let's change the world. That's the way. That's the way. That's the way. The crypto. That's the way. The most. I would say the polka dot space. I can't speak for all ecosystems, right? But the polka dot space that I'm that I'm that I'm that I'm working in. I'm working with Rutal. They're in New Zealand. I'm working with um, with Ray Lou and Shannon Christie. They're in New Zealand as well. They have a They have a metaverse project called Bit Country. You know, and it's all about social change. It's all about changing the world. It's all about making a positive impact with blockchain and crypto, you know? And the thing is, people don't talk about that. People don't talk about the positive impacts to this this instrument. They wanna talk about the rug pulls. They wanna talk about the hacks. They wanna talk about the money laundering. That's what sells. The positive impacts don't
0: sell. The, the one regarding money laundering, it's uh, <laughs> NSBC. Is it and it, It's all the banks that were involved in all the money laundering. It's it, they should be uh, regulating themselves. Like you know, that they're just using it for you know to catch people. So yeah, I think it's fantastic regarding the the loans because with the bad credit history, they're 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 giving out credit cards to people, no problem, which is twenty five percent sometimes mm-hmm. APR. But they won't give them a mortgage because it's basically and then they're trying to rent so they're caught in a, a bad loophole it's mm-hmm. the whole system is just corrupt and they have a, a like a floor i i know from poland here they have one floor giving out the cards next floor ringing people up saying oh you're a day late another penalty it's the whole system is to make people slaves for life and that's I think- what it
1: is yeah. this default is going to change the game and they're go- i think like i said it's going to change the game they're trying to stop it and that's why they're talking, that's why i are continually talking about the same exact thing over and over again. Silk Road, Silk Road, oh, all the hacks. There's been like, there's been like three or four hacks out of, you know, millions of transactions, three or four hacks, right? Come on now, you know, look at how, like I said, that hack, that now I will say that hack 60 million, 60, 61 million, 60 million, something like that. And also, also he hacked it to teach him a lesson because he returned the money. Did he returned he return the return
0: money. It I, I, I had seen he returned half, did he return it all in the end? I don't end? know if he returned it oh, all, I know he returned some. <laughs> but I mean, who does that? So, I mean, he can't be that bad if he gave him half it back even.
1: That's the ecosystem, That that's the ecosystem that some of, some of, some of these, some of these, um, you know, spaces are in. You know? And the thing is, what bank's gonna do that? What bank's gonna, come on now, come on. <laughs> come on you know and the thing is like so i mean there's been there's been a few there's been a few stories there's been a few stories here in the u.s where you know the banks have you know wired wired money to the wrong account and said oh you know money backer there's going to be some legal action you're not getting this money i ain't seen the money
0: <laughs> it actually happened me and if it happened again I was transferred because I was doing a lot of property in Poland and I transferred half a million Euro and they sent it twice. And what? they were not able. Yeah. So I got a million instead of half a million in the account in Poland and they weren't able to take it back. I had to actually send the money back and they were freaking out. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. Yeah. yeah. What I've seen with all the corruption with the banks and the way they've basically taken all the property and using the bailiffs, the whole corruption system. Yeah.
1: You know if they make yeah. that mistake and that's their error all right so so i'm i'm an advisor for i'm an advisor for this other for this other uh for this other decentralized exchange called favor exchange um they have two patent pending two patent pending ai, AI tools that's built into the it is built into the exchange but but one of the stories that but one of the stories the founder this founder always discusses is that you know he's he always says you know cash app right he was like everybody's like, yeah, I'm a cash app." He was like, you know you know you send money to, you, you know you send money to the bank of Idaho every single, every single time you use cash app, right? they are like, huh? He's like, yeah, cash app is, is ran is ran by a bank in Idaho. So every time you use cash app, you' you are you are contributing to the economy, you know, within Idaho, just like a regular bank, just like a regular bank, right? So why do you even do that? Why don't you just you, Why don't you go? Won't you come in and won't you come over to the blockchain space and then we're lending from each other. We're lending from each other. We're building each other up instead of building up a bank in Idaho just like a regular bank. You know, you th- you think you think you think you're put, you think you're putting it to the banks by using Cash App. You're doing the same exact thing as normal as regular banking but in but then a but in a blockchain space in a block and, and again that's where i think you're going to see more and more with hybrid finance because i don't think i don't think that major organizations are going to be doing direct deposits into a crypto account that's not happening right so i think that's where that's where that's where a hybrid finance model is going to come into play and i think that you know Years ago, people people were totally against, people were totally against, you know, blockchain and crypto. Well, totally against crypto, I should say. But I think that they're gonna have they're gonna have to adopt in order to compete. It's the same thing with the gaming that I talked about earlier. Activision, Blizzard, you know, all those guys, they're gonna have they're gonna have to integrate NFTs and and play to earn to, to, to compete, to keep their doors open. Why am I? Why am I going to pay sixty bucks? Why am I going? Why am I going to pay? Why am I going to go to Fortnite and pay two hundred bucks a week to play a game and get nothing for? When I can go to Alluvium? I can go to Zed Run, I can go, I can go to Axie Infinity and get paid to play. Makes no sense, right? This is change. This 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 solution is changing the game, and and this is a Web three world. That's the, this is a Web three world we're moving into, and you know Facebook. Facebook said they're, cre- they're 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 turning into a metaverse company. That's changing the game. This is a world we're going into. And, you know, that's one thing I'm still trying to figure out. Like, how is that one? How is that Facebook effect going to impact the metaverse and, and everything like that? And so for people who, who aren't familiar with metaverse, you know, it's just a virtual world you live in. Right. And And for those, you can also you can also rent the movie Ready Player One. That's pretty much that. That'll give that'll give you that'll give you a two hour two hour uh 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 a uh, uh, look into into a metaverse and what you know companies such as uh, Decentraland and Bit Country like I mentioned before uh, Sandbox is another one, you know where you're going to be able to live in these worlds and you know this is going to change the game from a marketing perspective, you know so because I'm 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 doing my research and I'm I'm investing in these in these I don't know which one is going to hit. So I'm invested in all of them, you know? So, cause you don't know which one, you don't know which one. So, cause again, I'm biased, I'm biased in terms of, in terms of Polkadot because it's interoperable, you know? So, so I'm invested in, in a number of companies on a, on, in, a, in a Polkadot ecosystem. Cause I think I, I, I see the, I see the viability of that because, you know, you have companies such as, such as Moonbeam where they're, where they're creating what, what we call an EVM, a Ethereum virtual machine. Where you can take, you can take, you can use Solidity, which is the language for for the smart contracts in Ethereum. You can use you can use uh, Moonbeam's EVM tool, and then you can port it over to Polkadot, so it's interoperable. Shoot it back and forth, right? So for that, for NFTs, that's going to be huge. Moon uh, Moonbeam's going to be huge for NFTs. So I can mint my NFTs on Ethereum. I can use EVM, and then that then that NFT can be shot over to Polkadot. You know, so for example, I could have I could have a a a a NFT that was created on Ethereum. You got you got Bit Country, which is which is which is in the Polkadot ecosystem, which is a metaverse and Polkadot ecosystem. So I can have my NFT of a picture, you know, that I can have in my wall in my metaverse and Polkadot. I use Moonbeam, and I shoot I shoot that Ethereum NFT over to Polkadot. Right, so. I know that's probably confusing, but what I'm explaining to you is that's three different projects. That's three different tokens, right? That's three different tokens that are working together that really, that truly have utility. So whenever you're looking at crypto, when you're looking to invest in crypto, that's how you have to look at things. Where's Dogecoin in that? It's nowhere because there's no doggone project. <laughs>
0: Exactly.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and the thing is you have to also look at the actual layer one protocols so I, I said i said ethereum ethereum is one you need you need to that's so ethereum is like is like your Ethereum's like your is like your amazon ethereum is like your microsoft right you know and then you got you got the you got the you got the uh you have the moonbeams so you have the utility you know, yes, it might be a little volatile. So that might be more like your Tesla, right? And then you have the polka dot. So your polka dot's kind of like your other, your other, you know, more stable, more stable uh, crypto. That's not going. That's not going to be as volatile, right? So that's going to be more like your, I don't know, your your Walmart or something. I don't know. You know. So so you have you, you also have you know your more stable cryptocurrencies. You know, like your like your bitcoins, your Ethereum's, your Polka dots, right? Then you have your then you have your actual you actual you you know your utility tokens, you know, such as the Moonbeam. And then you have your metaverse tokens, the uh, BitCountry. Then you have your other tokens like the gaming, Axie Infinity. So Axie Infinity has SLP. Axie Infinity has AXS. Then you have Alluvium. Then you have another a number of other tokens that are pop that are popping up, you know. But again, it all comes down to your research. You have to research, 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 research. That's it. Oh, <laughs> I could have said that. I could have said that. This conversation could have been over in thirty seconds. Do your research. That's it.
0: <laughs> well, I know that when I'm uh, listening back myself, I'd be looking up some of the stuff that you've said, and you know, just going into it because you know it's something that uh like sometimes people like the dodge coin and everything people they just get on the bandwagon they think oh this is going in the right direction and now this this checklist you know you cannot have your checklist <laughs> and as you say the surface what i've seen as well is TikTok is actually very good there's some guys on TikTok, and all you have to do you can actually see their track record and they're, they're saying things and you go he was right there he was right there he was right there and you can find people that really they're not just following the trend they they actually they know what's going to happen, and you know it's get right. your circle. That's the way I see it. You know, and on the on the wallets, uh, just yeah, because you know, I, I I said I tried to keep it at thirty minutes, but I know I could talk to you for a couple of hours. But we'll try to wrap it up <laughs> and get you back soon. But mm-hmm. uh, what wallets would you recommend? Because I, I know everybody has their favorites, and which which wallets would you?
1: So I put my bit. I put my bit. I have my Bitcoin. I have my Bitcoin on 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 a, on a cold wallet, on a, on a ledger wallet, and I put those. I put those in the bank. And but but in terms of in terms of my hot wallets, MetaMask is my favorite. MetaMask is my go to. You know, MetaMask is it there's really no wallets are still being developed. Okay. You know, and I would say that I would say that MetaMask, MetaMask is my wallet that I use all the time. So MetaMask, it can store your tokens. MetaMask on your phone can also will also store your uh, will also store your NFTs. Okay now there is an amazing there is an amazing website that i use daily It's called zapper.fi zapper.fi so zapper zapper.fi it will actually so you connect your wallet on zapper.fi it'll bring in all of your tokens and it'll also bring in all your nfts so you say okay it's the same thing as wallet no but wait there's more so you don't get the value of the NFTs on on MetaMask, but with Zapify, I can go to my NFT collection, and it will actually give me it will actually give me what my net worth is my NFTs. So it'll actually tell me it, it 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 does it based on my purchase price or my floor price, but it gives you roughly what your what your NFT net worth is gonna what your NFT net worth is based on what NFTs you're holding within that particular wallet. That's why I love it, right? And there's a number of others. So if you're doing, I'm not gonna get into these. So actually, so Zapper also sh- also shows you uh, your values in any kind of pools, any kind of defi- any kind of liquidity pools you're in. It also shows you uh, your yield farms. So if you're a yield farmer. So Zapper 5 is a good one. Um, Zerion, Z E Z E R I O N, that's another good one. Different strokes for different folks. I like different. I like Zapify. I like the most. But there's certain things I'll use Zerion for. So, so what you what you see is that there is no truly centralized tool at this given point in time because we're so early. that will give me everything. Once that one person, once that one team cracks the code, and can give me everything I need. That I'm jumping from Zerion to Zapper to 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 MetaMask to get, oh, I'm paying for that. <laughs> if it's a subscription model or if they have their own token, I'm paying for it, right? Because that's the gap that we have right now. So again, like with po- like Polkadot, there so there's I think there's like two projects going on right now for Polkadot wallets because right now the current the current native Polkadot wallet, no, 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 in my opinion, not that good. Right. So, so Polkadot Polkadot actually has projects going on to create a Polkadot wallet. Um, but, but to answer your question from a theory, from an Ethereum perspective, I use I use MetaMask. I use MetaMask and then I'll use I'll use that in conjunction with Zerion Z E R I O N dot as well as Zappify, Zapperfi Z A P P E R dot
0: and make sure I put all the links on the podcast description for those listening, both on the audio and the video. And just finally, I'm I'm always curious because sit like the wallets, everyone's got their own opinion. Who do you think created Bitcoin? You know, we've got the name, but who do you think is behind it?
1: It's more of what teams behind it. It's a number of people. And I, in my opinion, in my opinion, some of the people that are a part of it. You've seen those people speak about Bitcoin. That's my thought. And I don't I don't know this for a fact, but Satoshi, Satoshi, Satoshi may be one of those individuals that are talking, that's talking about it. Right? Now, like I said, Satoshi may, so Satoshi may be so I, Cause there's a lot, there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there, you know, you know. So Satoshi, Satoshi might just be the code name for, for that for that team. It might be the code name for that team, you know. So, you know, because 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 like, look at Ethereum. Everybody says Vitalik Vitalik's the Vitalik's the creator of Ethereum. No, Vitalik was one person of a team of people that created Ethereum. Yes, he was a lead programmer, you know, what have you, you know. But but you know, Gavin Wood, you know, the 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 founder founder of of, of Polkadot, he was on that founding team. You know, the founder of Chainlink, the founder of uh, uh, uh of Cardano, they were part of that Ethereum team. You know, so so it's a t- and my thought my thought is is a team of people that created Bitcoin. Satoshi's a code name. Satoshi's a project code name. <laughs>
0: Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Listen, Justin, it's been a pleasure as always. And I definitely want to get you back when I go deeper down, down on this. So how can people get in contact with you?
1: Uh, you can reach out to me. You can reach out to me on LinkedIn, uh, Justin Goldston. Uh, you can also reach out to me on my website, justingolston.com. Um, I'm also I'm also on Twitter, as well as on as on Instagram. Excellent.
0: Yeah, and I make sure I'm, I'm not hard like to f-
1: other i'm other not other hard things. to find i'm not hard to find i' <laughs> like the, i'm like the blockchain i'm not hard to find <laughs>
0: yeah I, you, can to also, to
1: find. you can also so for those that are curious you could also go on 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 etherscan.io and you can you can type in justin and you can actually go see one of my you can go see my nft wallets and you can see what i'm trading that's my, tra- that, so that's my, that's my training wallet. So I do that. Like, why would you even do that? You can go find it anyway. But I, I personally do that to train people on, own blockchain, on crypto. Right? So again, etherscan, justingolston.eth is a named address. And then you can see, you can see, you know, transact, my transaction. Everything's on the blockchain. Everything's transparent. So I don't hide anything.
0: Love it. Love it. Excellent. Yeah. And I'll make sure I'll put all the links in the podcast description. Thank you very much, Justin. All right. Thank you. That's all for the crypto podcast. You'll find all our episodes on the cryptopodcast.org or on BitChute and YouTube. Be sure to give us a thumbs up, share with your friends, give us a five star review. It all helps. Until next week, take care.